beloved. This is the Culture and Camaraderie podcast with myself, Damadici, Antivarius. What's good? He didn't make me a tea. He just made himself with a tea. But epic sound quality. This is a coffee. A straight coffee. Okay, he didn't make me a coffee. Come on, come on. Voice good. <laughs> What's the good, most thought provoking, <laughs> introspective, <laughs> creative discussion. Wait, I missed one, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Shit. We got off to a good start, didn't we? Yeah, industrious creative discussion. That's what we are. Ding, 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 ding. We got there in the end. Yeah, we did. No coffee in hand, but it's cool. You want a coffee? We move. I can make you a coffee. The water's still well, hot. Well, man. that's what you do when you, you ask your, your guests. No, nah, do you know what it's cool now? Like, I know I wasn't in your thoughts when you was making that coffee, so it's bad. No, you know? man. I actually thought oh, it would come like at 12 o'clock. Wow. Yeah. But I didn't. So that's irrelevant. Is that time some room? Is that... <laughs> is that the right one? Yes, it oh, definitely right. is, bro. We've been going on for 30 minutes now, fam. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Yeah, so... Oh, yeah. Oh, man. What a week. What a week, man. Yeah, mad week. You tell me about yours first. Right? Oh yeah, I want to hear about yours. Actually, I usually start. You go first. No, I just want to start. Okay, you go first. No, I, I, I usually go yeah, first. It's fine. I feel, I feel like I've had a lighter week than yours. Exactly. So, I allow my compadre to go second. Okay, I'll go rest. second. So you I go mean, first. <laughs> now you've called Duh. it now, bro. <laughs> go on, just tell me. Just tell me what's going on. I feel like you're gonna get something off your oh, chest. Oh wait, yeah, comrades. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, comment on the podcast app, and um, you know share with Spotify. Like, please and follow mm-hmm. us on IG Camaraderie Pod. Mm-hmm. Find the links to all the shows in our uh, Instagram bios. Yes, we have a link and everything. To every every kind of platform that you need, from Stitcher to Podbean to Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. Spotify, all of that good stuff. Oh yes. I feel like we got some good convos in the bag today. Yes. Uh But yeah, yeah go on, tell your day, man. I'll tell your week, sorry. When you right. go. Um So basically, right. Um I Oh man, this is gonna be so funny. <laughs> Alright, let me let me start with the good stuff first. Um I obviously um, designed my invite to my shindig and Whoop. to my launch party. Yeah, celebratory. Yeah. So I designed it and I sent out a lot of invites, you know. I don't know who listens to this podcast because they don't tell me, but, you know, if you're in London and, you know, you're listening to this, call me and I'll more than happily invite you. There is like a private shindig, so it is like kind of an invite only thing. But yeah, um, so adding to the list, I wrote my book. Well, I wrote I wrote the transcripts. I edited my book. I formatted my book. Um, I created a publishing company. I am publishing through that company. 
I am now an independent publisher. I looked for the space all over London or all over the southeast of London and east of London. And I found a space in the southeast of London. I booked it for the day that I said I was going to do it and it's done. And that's epic in my eyes. That's like the, the most the epic thing. And um so and well i it's guess i think it's finally happening it's all i guess, all together I guess now, so many people are gonna come but you know it's like now i've done my part now it's time for everybody else to do their part that because i haven't really asked of anybody anything this year like you know she to share my stuff to know she to read my stuff i don't force anyone to read my stuff force anyone to be my stand nothing like that like people read my website day after day after day and it's mm. amazing and by no will of facebook or twitter usually it's just by the will of my thing existing and that's not to slight anybody that i know that's just to say the power of being able to be the beholder of your own content because I know on my Twitter, only people on my Twitter are going to see. And only people, and if I write on Facebook, only people on my Facebook are going to see. But the fact that I have a website, you can find it and stumble upon it and greet it. And even because you know it exists, you can go back. And that's really the point of like, when I said, oh, I delete my Twitter and like all of my ideas from my Twitter are gone. Like there's some ideas that I'll probably never even speak about again. But, you know, I'm trying to cultivate all of that from the past couple of years and, you know, pull it back forward and stuff. And, you know, what I just really want to, um, yeah, I'm, I'm becoming this guy now. Like, it's weird. It's, it's like, that's the, that's the weirdest part. I wouldn't say, like, um, the fact that it's just happening because like, I've been planning mm. this for, like, just solid nine months now. <laughs> Like this particular thing, like the publishing of the book, the publishing of the company, mm. everything. Mm. It's been 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 in motion for mm. s- since January. And um I take a sip of my coffee there. And it's yeah, it's just like it's kinda nuts, fam. Like people read my things. That's the one that's the most nice part. But yeah, hopefully a lot of, like it's because it's a friends and family event. So yeah, oh, that's cool, man. Like, yeah, Congra- yeah, congrats, man. People it's cool that it's finally them, like yeah. all in motion. It's Tell all there. But the yeah, awesomest writer in the UK. Oh my I should have gotten something. Mm. I'm gonna be spinning some tunes on the day. Yeah, some vibes. So definitely come along. Oh fam, if what's you're your in London? Saying? You did. Oh, you didn't go. Is that was that it though? Who's gonna go into the rest of it? There's no, that say. was literally it. Oh, okay. You took like you had bad no madness going on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh wait, there is a madness. That was that was just the good stuff. Because you said good stuff. That's what I'm saying. So okay, but you can just tell us the good stuff if you want to keep this like yeah yeah. <laughs> Let's just keep it that way. We'll, we'll keep it nice though. Now, do you know what this week was? Um, uh, do you know what? Nothing eventful happened this week. Nothing too eventful just been um yeah like just doing a bit of writing come coming up with more ideas for 
um, the story I'm putting together. Um, yeah, just looking up visual bits and bobs, getting more ideas, more inspiration. Just getting back into like sort of a more long-term creating. And I'm putting together my plan for the next six or so months for what so I'm going to be making. what are you writing about? It's know. just that um, the idea I'm making for all the all the brand stuff, isn't it? Oh, the story. All yeah. the brand stuff, see? Yeah. You're just saying stuff that I've never heard about. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it. With the idea, with the 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 art and the music. We've talked okay. about this several times. Well, I'm making the like brand stuff yeah. where it's got the characters and everything. Yeah. I told you about that. I haven't gone into deep detail about it with you, but yeah. I've told you about it. But yes, yeah, uh, like at the moment, I'm still fleshing out certain ideas, visual ideas, um, trying to yeah, just look get get a bit more inspiration. I've been finding out about uh, Alejandro Jodorowsky. Who's that? Um, really, uh, famous director. Um, some cool vid like like films like ways it was a lot of his films they're sort of. Um, in fact Kanye West was quite heavily inspired by him at one point um, but it's he's got a lot of interesting visual motifs and the way he sort of um, mixes he's in sort of inspired by mysticism and stuff and, and all that stuff and he puts that into his stories what's his name? Alejandro Jodorowsky I'm not doing it just but he's, he's got he's got some he's, I was I was just looking into him a little then? bit well, the thing is, I haven't looked into it too much. That's what I'm saying. I've just been looking at people who, um, outside of my particular art forms, that I can start looking into a bit more. And because I still, I need to watch his films. Basically, he's got a film that was really uh, famous back in the day called The Holy Mountain. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, yeah, it's just sort of looking into people like that. Want to start? Mm. hunking down so I'm probably going to do a bit of that today whilst i got some free time um, yeah and dig a bit deeper on those guys but yeah just trying to get a bit more just get a bit of inspiration get some ideas doing my research etc etc other than that I've just been working a bit more freelance work here and there as well well and you have a job as well yeah Mazeline. Pazzolini. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, this is definitely the last freelance job I'm doing for a long, yeah. long time. So, um, I've had no jobs for the past like. Damn, I can't even imagine. I, I don't even remember the last time I had a job. <laughs> it's but yeah, mad. like literally, my life relies on my work now. That's the funniest part mm. about this. Like, and obviously, I am expending money more than i am putting in because this event costs me money and i'm not asking anyone to give me money for the event mm. but they can give point. me money for my book friends and family but the point was that you know i do care about um the people that were there to support me so i want to do something for them Mm. by myself well I didn't want to do it by myself but it is by me mm -hmm. I should say but yeah it's like when when you're just like living as an artist it's this um, I don't want to call it weird because that's an overused word but it's, it is this um, 
it does give you this this intangible sensation that is like you're always questioning this you're always questioning something and it's like you're always questioning who are you with and where they are and like who's who's looking at your stuff who's not Mm. looking at your stuff and like people will support you in silence because they don't know whether it's cool to support you yet and all of these other type of stuff and it's like people really need live for um confirmation bias and like just they they really feel the need to kind of take a step back but be close Mm. and it's yeah so it is like this intangible sensation a lot of the times like because you don't know who's actually watching yeah who's actually but people are always watching. Are watching. people are always people watching. Are always watching like literally their eyes are on you do you show support time. for everything you always you, that always comes on your feed though like everything that's on your feed or will there be times where you do just look and you just go oh, oh, before okay. prime night um, of course I did. Mm. Yeah, every time. Tay, Ali, Mickey. Um, Actually, I do remember you being quite good. Reese. Yeah. Yeah, I'm amazing with that. Um, and obviously my other friends from London and stuff like that. Like, I do... Like, if they do follow me on my other page, NY Typical Style, then um, I would share it on that one as well. And Because, like, because of prime night it's like it has to be focused around me sort of thing and there's there's this weird thing where it's like more people are watching my stories now in prime night than they ever did when i shared other people's things Mm. it's it's, 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 you know weird well no i I feel that kind of makes sense though because it's the same thing like when i was doing the challenge it's kind of like people people are intrigued by um i think consistency is a part of it but not necessarily consistency so to speak it's it's where there's activity and and it's something that's new it's it's always going to be a case where people are more intrigued by that and they know it's yours and they know it's something you're doing there's, there's going to be, I feel like there's always going to be a bit yeah, I've been more intrigued this. than that than you just sharing stuff because everyone shares stuff, you know? Mm. Yeah, I guess. Unless it's like a tip, particular like, brand of things that you're sharing. Like say yeah. if you're like an I'm just bait or whatever, like it's it's stuff that's going to make you laugh, it's funny or whatever. Da, da, da. Yeah. But if you're just sharing stuff because it's nice, like most of the time people just kind of go, oh yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Like it's, it's uh it's a funny it's just a funny way of like um figuring out what is out there but me personally like yeah as i said it's only because of prime night that i'm doing it but it's like i really miss sharing other people's work as opposed to my own like i'm not really very inwards like i'm outwards like whenever i get um 
limelight or whenever I'm highlighted I always like push it away or like turn the light to somebody else and like say oh look at all of these other people that I know sort of thing like even when like my circle soul companion thing was blowing up or well let's just call it a dissertation now circle soul dissertation was blowing up circle soul companion dissertation was blowing up I would share other people's work as opposed mm-hmm. to continuously sharing the circle soul work because I just felt like other artists needed or other artists should have like you know like I just like whenever whenever it comes to me I feel like I can I just feel like spreading my wings and be like this is all of the other people I know sort of thing like, but now and now like because I've consistently like this is probably the hardest part about Prime now so it's almost been 20 days since I've been consistent yeah I think actually it should be more than 20 no it's not but the, the first time I've been consistently sharing just me since August 22nd to now mm. and it's like this is this is like because a lot of people didn't know that I drew a lot of people didn't know that I did sneaker designs prior mm. and this is all like two three years worth of build up of prior work to now come to this space where they're seeing all new things to them mm-hmm. but to me it's the past and like I still haven't even shared every single um blog on my on my IG feed yet like literally it's only the blogs that I've come out during Prime Night that I've consistently shared oh, and because it's like um and because there's so much of it like the volume is just so high it's hard to just even keep up on posting that and all of that stuff and then you gotta post on culture and camaraderie and so like mm. and like it's just like sometimes it just feels like a big slideshow of my work and like just going through all of this like it's it's like you're in a wind tunnel and it's just like blowing you through and you're just like like just being focused on yourself i don't know i don't know what it is but i just i feel low-key selfish but i know that um there's no one that's sharing my work like i would share others Mm -hmm. and there's only me that can share my work well that's 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 going to share my work because Mm -hmm. well there are a couple people out there that would share but it's like um they're like my boys boys in it like Mm -hmm. we we really bang like that for each other and like that's them and that's those man but when it comes to the people that i know it's like whatever i post is just a post that i post it's not like um it doesn't quantify as something significant but when you look at the tapestry of um efforts that i've composed it's it's even like you like i'm finding out more so now that it's it puts me in amazement how much stuff that i produce Mm. like it's just yeah it's a weird like it's it is like one of those you gotta like it's 
like just yeah so that's just me on like sharing my work and it's like it is this weird sentiment it's kind of you know it's like raw mm-hmm. so this is what sharing your sharing your work gets you and stuff like that and like um this is what um it's like i don't know i don't know whether i should call it being selfish but it's just in my eyes it's being selfish so mm-hmm. the, like this well, is like it's, yeah it doesn't it doesn't need if, to be called if you're bring, selfish if but, you're bringing value it's not selfish is it so your work should always bring value uh, so yeah it's like but at the same time like no one goes to my well not no one but very few people go to my website through instagram hmm. and that's just that on that hmm. whenever i say i have a website people say you got a website i'm like oh come on man this is this is old news Oh, news, you know. It takes uh, time sometimes for people to j- clock on, innit? To certain things. Uh, fam, it didn't take time for me to clock onto your business, fam. So, I, d- I really don't want to have that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to talk about, fam? I want to talk about the Kano album. The what? The Kano album. The Kano. Oh, okay, then. Let's talk about something bright, fam. Bro, oh my god. Yeah, it's a sick album. Oh my god. On the real, mm. literally, yeah. Like we were off my cars. Like I don't know who's gonna win the mobiles, like Kano or Heady one. Mm. And it's like, real. Like this is just a really intense thought that I'm having right now. I'm just like wondering, like, who? Who do you actually think will though? I think I think it's gonna be somebody random. Like, yeah. So I you really... don't think it's even gonna be either of them two? Yeah. But, like, when mm. I say the mobile should have gone to, like, Heady One probably gets Best New Artist and um, Kano gets um, Best al- Album of the Year or something like that. Mm. Or Contemporary Album of the Year or whatever category they want to put him in. I don't care, fam. He just needs to be in a category and he needs to win that category. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. They can't be snubbing my guy. Like, after... That was hard. It was a hard Fam, time. listen, yeah? Kano, from the beginning, from the beginning, oh my god, fam, like, let's, (laughs) wait, (laughs) you tell me about the album first, because I, like, I'm gonna go on a run in a second. Nah, it was, do you know what I liked about it? It was just, I felt like, it was, it was just a sick, self-aware album, because the way he addressed, like, a lot of the things that he's thinking and the issues that he's talking about, it was just like fresh. It was a bit fresh and new. It's like all those guys now, like you got Rich 32, you got Kano and all that. They're kind of coming into that point where they are becoming the sort of old school legends kind of, they're, they're, they're hitting that status. Mm. And I feel like this album is perfect. Like it's just the perfect way f- to cement that for him. You know, like it's, it's something that's going to, that's sort of like yeah right. you've done your job like it just had everything it had like you know all the stuff that you, you could you could see all his sort of influences and and just the way he was talking about the stuff he was talking about it wasn't like sad or it didn't feel like he was trying to like pedal a certain narrative he was just trying to actually 
say you could tell he's speaking on things the way he actually thought in a positive line it was just nice to it was just nice to have all these aspects of not just the, oh, no. That took you way too long. <laughs> oh, no, I was thinking, which one do I want to do? Typical me. No, oh, P's and Q's, man. Are you choking me? <laughs> fam. We're going to get pulled, fam. <laughs> no, we're not, fam. No. Um, Lit- but, yeah. Oh. But, yeah, no. Um, it was it was cool because he, him him just even bringing, like, D-double on... Um, yeah, and just having having all these other influences and just the storytelling that was going on in it as well. The production was sick. Like the last song, Suck Your Mum. <laughs> <laughs> just sick, man. It's like it felt like he was be he was just straight up just being an artist, you know? This like, guy, yeah. All that's right. that's what it felt to me. It just felt like he was being an artist and he was speaking on everything that he wanted to speak on and it was like the timing of it was perfect and it just felt genuine. Yeah. Know? Just felt genuine. I can tell, literally, yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Genuinely. When when did when did P's and Q's come out from? Two thousand and five No, earlier than two thousand and five. Twelve years ago. Yeah, earlier than two thousand and five. No, that's later. Is it? Well, that's... Well, 2012 it came, it came out? No. Like 12 years ago. It couldn't, it couldn't have came out at that time. It came out... It probably came out around that 2008. time. 2008. Yeah. It couldn't so have come out... secondary school. No, Why did no, I feel no, like no, it no, was no, primary no. school? It was, it was earlier than that. It was 100% earlier than that. Kano... Because like, I remember... Earlier than what? Than 2008? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2007, sorry. Yeah, Which yeah, would yeah, be 12 years yeah, ago. Yeah, it's yeah. earlier than that, surely. Yeah. I was in primary it's, school. It's I'm earlier certain. Because I remember... It just being American show, American music videos, right? Literally on the TV. Like, you'll get, but when you get Channel U and stuff like that, and it was like, these, like, because like, oh, I can't even, I don't even know where to start. But when it comes to Kano... Yeah, 2005, I was on door. Yeah, 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 yeah. When it comes to Kano, yeah. And Retch 32 as well, it's like... Mm. It's the exact same thing. It's, it's these men that are just street scholars. Like, I'd, like they're comparable to Nas to me. They are literally comparable to Nas. It's like they were rapping in a way back from way back in the day. Like when everybody was doing the real, real hardcore, like um, 140 BPM motions. Mm. It was like they were rapping, rapping, and they were doing complex bars and they were doing multi syllabics. And it was, it's lit, and their soliloquies were just on point it was literally if there was any reason why i would have started rapping back in the day it would have been because of that right and and the point of what i'm saying is like from back then Mm. they were rapping the real and to now 
they are still on point and like this is how you can tell like they are proper artist artists like mm. actualized like conceptually they put together pieces of art and create a whole body of work and are able to offer it as something substantial to the people mm. and this is like and that's where the street scholar thing comes in because they are like when i was listening to it like three songs and i was like i'm not prepared to cry i'm like i had to cry off i was like it's podcast day like, let me get into podcast with everything that's like but it's like the point is like when did you listen to it yesterday or today no i'm talking about um ages last, oh, last week yeah. yeah i was like what is this what is this it's just like this intense body of work where you have to like go on a drive or like well for me it's like i go on my walks and stuff and like i just keep it kosher and absorb what it's saying over the course of like i don't know a good couple of months and just being able to want to even live with a body of work that long is like it's gifting it's like because me obviously like when i when i get a body of work i want to live with it but i want to live with it in multiple capacities and i don't want to remember it during one time i want to have it be a soundtrack to something because when you when you talk about that stuff that he's talking about in this today and it's so well put together Mm. that's the main thing i noticed about you just have to like let it go through your system and Mm. absorb it and pull it into the fabric of your being because not not only is he chatting the real but he's dropping Executing gems well. yeah. he's dropping the like most secure gems that you can drop while giving you every single borrowers in a technical standpoint so it's yeah so like when when you talk about Kano and Retributor it's just one of those things where you never really have to You can put them anywhere with anyone. Mm-hmm. Like he's got the song with D Double and gets some of the hardest spitters from N. And he can he can flow with the best of them. And he can and he can ride the rhythm with the best of oh, them. He is one and he's then, like, like that's the thing. And that's, it's so mad him. to think he was looking up to D Dub like that's when he was coming and he he was even saying like yeah. and isn't it for your colour like back in the day that's who he was like listening to and going like yeah like i want to start with like like you know what i mean literally. like that's mad and now to think like it's it's literally. he's hitting that status now like it's mm. cool it's cool good for him he's like he's just like really and truly he's been there for a long time mm. like i don't want to give him a uk equivalent he's just one of those mm. like it's it's one of those from the beginning you have to cement him and it's like you have you you can put him in you can put him with any bar in london 
and he will just hold his own and he will be that guy and he will just he will just chill and he will have that swagger about him no matter what and he will always like deliver mm. like i'm sure you can put him in the room with any barra and he will deliver a Kano verse and that's the point it's like when you're able to stack lyricism on top of art and musicality on yeah. top of all of, like on top of like all of these technical aspects and like still give you some of the greatest verses that you're going to hear from somebody who opens their mouth and talks it's just it yeah it's just one of those ways like when it comes to when it comes to rhyming it's like he's not one of my personal inspirations when it comes to rhyming but that's not the point it's the content it's the content is the point like being just the way that he's able to put together content Mm -hmm. like for me when it like when when we were talking before about travis and it's like you asked for like like, and i'm talking about um when i'm talking about depth like he gives Mm. you the depth the depth of content like you want to watch a kano documentary Mm. you want to know what the process of this album album was was. yeah yeah. you like you want to know where his head was at what he was doing Mm. behind the scenes of top boy how this affected him in his personal life and what re- like what he really cares about like you want to see a Kano documentary about this stuff mm. because it act like because this is it's gonna matter like because you know that in 12 15 20 years time this album is gonna matter mm-hmm. because we are really at an impasse on the roads and someone needs to say something about it and it needs to it needs to be put to action so not only just the album but like and then you've got top boy stacked on top of it but when it comes to really the street action where you put up like because kano is one of those leaders where you have to put him in front of like parliament or piers morgan Mm. or the mayor of london and stuff like that and like have him speak for us because he's already shown that he can do that Mm -hmm. and it's it's like the same thing with akala you know He's not. He's not gonna duppy us in front of all of these other people. Mm. Like you know, he's not. He's not gonna like um make us shake our heads. You know, he's gonna spit the real. He's gonna have a good chat with them, and something and can happen. And about, yeah. and the thing is, Akala has done that, and yeah. Akala's doing that, and he's helping the kids out here, and that's the whole point. Like that's literally what I'm talking about. It's like Akala's an artist. Like you remove, you shipped away everything you remove his ability to even speak and he will still produce art mm-hmm. and that is the point it's like when you're an artist you're able to see the world in a certain type of way and you're able to articulate in a certain type of way if you take away his music everything he's done still adds up to something substantial so it's not just about music it's about the art and what an artist can deliver to a community mm. I forget what I was saying. Oh, that's cool. Album. No, yeah, that, that's that's exactly how I feel about that album. It's just a like a, a good and like honest message from him 
that's just executing well. So, yeah, it's that. Yeah, bruh. It's true. It's real. Mm. Go on. What else you What else you got? Uh, got to say? Yeah, like no, because that's that's just a good like segue into Ashley Waters and Top Boy and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, obviously. Yeah. And and really, the still haven't watched Top Boy. Just gonna just I, put that out. There. I just wanna still haven't upload. watched any episodes applaud Ashley on his perseverance and his steadfast nature and his ability to not shift face in front of all of these corporate giants and create the work that he truly wanted to create and used any passageway um, allowed in front of him to do it and he really stayed true to his nature he didn't water it down and he was able to put it out because something like that and something like Top Boy will allow me to produce the work that I want to produce later. And without Top Boy, it wouldn't be able to happen. And it's just, and without the way that he did it. So he stayed true to his vision they had to go on a hiatus for years and they came back and they and they came back without skipping a beat like it was just exactly where it left off yeah it's like the the six years was everybody everybody just came out of jail now and it's like the it's the roads have kind of died down and all of this stuff and it's like oh so you're really like so the six year highest was Okay, um, look, look, look. I haven't watched any of it. So Okay. We need what to do you get... plan on it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So the so yeah, the highest was act so the highest was incorporated, I'm saying, mm. into the script. So like this isn't a spoiler. The season three is um six years into the future. Mm-hmm. But obviously that time has already passed also also. So yeah. Okay like but damn it's gonna be kind of hard now to speak about (laughs) just no let's go into that because i just want to go into the like just and it's like him Mm. and wiley because what actually happened with with the whole channel four stuff well it was too gory for tv and stuff like that they threw a kid off the that's a spoiler Okay, but cool. yeah, they killed a kid basically, and um, yeah, they killed a kid on the TV show, and it was just like the, oh, was the there TV backlash sh- about that. Yeah, the TV show was just too like it was too gory, like it was like like this stuff hasn't happened before, mm. so it was like they didn't want it on the airwaves and not on such a prestigious channel like that, obviously, but. Ashley stayed true to his guns. He didn't water it down. No dilution. It's even probably more gritty than it was prior. Like, it's just... Or maybe the fact that we haven't seen something like this in such a long time since the last Top Boy that it feels like... Not not a breath, breath of fresh air, but like... 
it feels like London. It feels like London smog. It's like you know, um, Peaky Blinders. Do you watch Peaky mm. Blinders? Yeah, yeah. It's like that, but today in London. Yeah, but okay. it's not like that. It's not about it's a family. Yeah, it's yeah. like London. It's like you're talking about values. You're talking about moral street morals. You're talking about codes. You're talking about principles. You're talking about and not just on a street level. It's like okay on a human level like can you can you rectify what you've done with your friends and your family and can you bring back the relationships with your siblings and can you um what would you really do it does is money valued over family and when you value money over family and the money's gone what are you left with mm. and all of these scenarios that really happens to people in real life like a lot of people value money over their friends and family Mm. and and then the money goes and then they cut and then they're wanting to come back to their family and re like reignite all of these other things and um do like just do like human things so it's real humanity but just based on a street life so it's not like this is dissimilar to anything that we've seen or dissimilar to any other walk of life, as in like on a human aspect. It's just based in a context of people that um, live by road principles. And unfortunately, it's just... And and the most, the most authentic part of it is the fact that no one's enjoying um, being on roads. Like, that's the most authentic part about Top Boy. The, mm. the realest part about Top Boy is that no one's, like, enjoying, oh, I'm, like, I'm I'm going to have to stab this person today. Or, mm. like, it's it's really, like, it's either I, stab, it's either I kill him or, or he kills, kills me, me yeah. or these people lose respect for me and then I, I'm not the leader anymore and all of these other things. And it's, like, and that's a corporate environment. Like, this, that's what I know of a corporate environment. Mm. It's like, if someone says something to you and you don't back yourself, then you're going to look like a pussy. Like, in a corporate world, that's what's going to happen. Mm. And if if someone's, like, being sly to you, you kind of have to be, like, you kind of have to be on guard with them a little bit and then you're going to have to, like, assess the situation and then you're going to have to move in a certain type of way so this person doesn't affect what you see to be true or what you care about or, like, affect your relationship with the leader over here. And, or, like, so affect your relationship with the supplier or do all of these type of things. So you you want, the one thing that you want from the people around you is respect on your principles because that's really what that's really what we're talking about here it's like you want people to respect your principles like they already expect your humanity your body all of these type of thing but when it comes to your principles like you don't take money from me you can't do that to me Mm. you can't you can't stop me from making money so that i can feed my family if you do that, we're going to have problems. Mm. And it's all of these principles that are just real life, real chat, real talk in the context of a street environment. And it's like, 
and that's that's the see the thing is is you have to be able to look past the road element of it to even mm. get that mm. like to me the road element is just good story is a good story it's though, just no but no see i like I, I can say i would have said that back in the day but it's like i know who who i'm dealing with now mm. that i know when you give depth like this because what actually he's done is like he's given depth to something but at the same time when it's got such um such a facade on it when it's got the what do you mean the, fas- of, the the, the fas- like it, you got the you got the context of of the road life so it's so um striking and it's so piercing that um it's hard to see it yeah it's hard it to see past it it's hard to see past that um influence and like oh what is it gonna do to our kids and all of these stuff not knowing that what he's depicting is exactly the same type of st- stuff that you're going so through you th- in your work okay life, so do you think on the road so do you think a story because it's interesting so do you think a story not do you think a story and uh, okay do you think a good story and a story that has depth aren't mutually exclusive then i don't know what you're talking about well because you were sat because when i said that's that's a good a good story is a good story because you're talking about looking past the grittiness of yeah that's because i'm an artist and that's because i've seen it and like because i'm on episode five now and i saw it like from episode one i was like raw like this is what he's doing and episode two came Mm. and episode three came and i was like but that's what i'm saying like do you think those two things aren't mutually exclusive then because when i said a good story is a good story you said no because it's it's got depth but if you think if you're saying that's what you're saying it's like well, what a I'm good story is, is not one that what I'm saying is isn't necessarily one that has depth. Multi layered, mm. but that's depth. It's mo- like well, and and to me thing, that's what a good story if is. If you can't see past the first layer, now if it takes you more than two two times to see past the first layer, then and and you're not engaged in even finding the human aspect of it, which is a lot of what we fight for anyways then you're not going to see the true story in it this is that's what i'm saying because i know what people see when they see black guys in hoods like there's like there's no there's no looking past that anymore it's like okay this is this so i have to i have okay to so essentially this. you're saying you're not saying a good story isn't a story that hasn't had depth. You're saying you're not going to get to the story if you're not looking past the first. Yeah, you're not. Bit. You're not going to get to the story without um, like, because a lot of people look look at it for the action, and it's not an action. Like, it's not an action TV series. Mm. It's not an. It's not um. It's not a thriller TV series. This is a real drama. Drama, yes. Drama. This is a real drama that deserves BAFTAs. And Academy or well not Academy or what's the other one Golden Globes and stuff. Mm. This isn't like, this isn't something that is like oh a horror or something like that. This is a real drama. It's got real passion in it. It's got real emotion. It's dealing with grief, and these actors are absolutely superb. They are high level actors, and these. And these characters that they're depicting are dealing with real things. However, 
another real thing that we deal with is how people see us and the things that we have to go through Mm. so when i say about the human aspect which is having not care no it's not about oh i want to hurt somebody today it's i have to feed my family today Mm. and my family goes over everything else Mm. and if i can't feed my family then i can't do anything and there's no jobs available to me apart from this one thing right here there is there is no other type of there's no avenues out here like there's no there's no supermarkets there's no and like it's not it's not available so i have to either sell drugs on road or do something like just do something on like unsavory so yes and but it's but that is just that is that is base that is absolute like that is base like after you get past the job and then you start dealing with the grief that you see and then the depression and then um the mm. the power struggles and the like the infighting and the the dynamics of leadership and having to deal with like the levels of having to deal with certain personalities and what a leader will do with those things and it just it oh like if your eyes aren't open when you're watching top boy then you're not really gonna get it Mm. and like that's the type of stories that i want to make like that's the type of stories i want to make i want to make stories that grip you on multiple layers but and this is why I'm so enthralled by Top Boy and mm. so thankful that Ashley Wars made it because he is like the vanguard of this. And in a couple years' time, I won't be able to win the awards that I will probably win if he didn't make this first. And if I wasn't able to speak about his Top Boy series like this, mm. because I can see it. And it inspires me in that way and it makes me know that i can like the story that i have wrote can be made like that is that is the way that is the way that i see it i see it. top boys been made the story that i wrote can 100% be made and that is it and having all of those things that's in it is like you see the art of war you see you see all of these other dynamics or what's what's that one called again the the 48 laws of power you see yeah. you see all of these all of these like entrenched in deep emotion you see you can like you can even say you see moby dick in it it's like literally you can see jonah in the whale it's like mm. it's all of these things like real 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 tiered stories real Raw stories that have been going. You see, um, King Lear. You see, um, everything. You see, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you have to get. You, you just have, have to, to get it. past it. You have to get past. Yeah. You have to get past the. Oh, these boys are selling drugs on road. It's gonna end like. They're not the ones shipping the drugs in, and mm. that's that's just a whole other topic. And why are why are the areas closest to them or why are the businesses Mm. and the economic statuses of the businesses close to them Mm. so poor and run down 
It's mad how it's hard for people to look past stuff like that. Because cause in my mind, and the way I look at anything, I'm, I'm open. The, the, uh, it's not even about being open for me. It's just I'm looking for a story that makes me want to understand a world, you know? Like, I, I want to look at a world. Yeah. I want to look at a story. That's why I asked that question about, do you think depth and a good story are mutually exclusive? I still think they are. I think a good story has depth and layers. I think you can't really necessarily have a good story. I, I don't think you can have a good story unless it's got depth and layers because when you're making a good story, it's about a character or a person or people and, and a very specific situation. Yeah. And the more specific that situation is, the more layers there are to it, ironically. Because yeah. when you're in that specific situation, you're seeing how the people are dealing with that situation and the way that unravels, you you can't you immediately empathize. That it bring it brings you in unless you have your own withdrawals or misconceptions about certain things that stop you from empathizing with that thing. A, a good story has the ability to do that to to okay. take you in into its world yeah through its depth because it's got layers and it and it allows you to empathize but yeah it'll be interesting because i want to i do want to see it i've heard so many good things yes i've just yeah, yeah. there's a lot there's a lot so it's just like I, it's way better than power yeah i can oh power let's not even talk about power Gosh. I, I didn't even watch the last season man yeah i haven't, I haven't watched it since the first episode since the what first episode since the first episode of this season oh I didn't watch any of this like the way last season was <laughs> felt I don't know it just felt yeah, uh, I don't know what is rushed. going on it, it's just it's I don't know like nothing yeah, makes sense the pacing of last season was up. it felt like how Game of Thrones felt yeah Last season felt like how Game of Thrones felt. And like, this is literally why I said Attack on Titans is going to be the best TV series out this year. Until obviously Top Boy came When out. is it out? When's the next Attack um, on Titans? I think out? it's in September. Do you no, read wait, Attack on Titans? Wait, is it this year? Or is it 2020? February? Do you read Attack on Titan? No. Do you read any manga? No. You don't read manga? No. Why don't but, you read manga? Because I just don't feel like picking up a book and saying, oh... This Let is... me imagine how this looks. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know though. I feel like a good manga does that. It makes you go, "Yo, I can see that coming to life." Yeah. Like if you read, Yo. like, man, Hajime <laughs> no Epro, yeah. Like, for what it became, it was one of the best, man. Like some of the like shots and angles, like that yeah, they used to show. Yeah, no doubt. Bro. Like, I, like obviously, I've been in the trenches of like animation and like having to create boards and stuff like that but it's just that i would obviously make a manga but i'm not a manga reader and obviously if i'm gonna make a manga i'm gonna be entrench myself into that and i'm gonna have to put myself in those motions and i'm Mm. gonna have to read all of my favorite animes and stuff like that it's long it doubles the amount of stuff here some people are into in that though like I, i don't know I think, do you know what it was for me? Because once I start making manga, then I'm going to have to read a manga and I'm going to have to catch up to all of the mangas that I've missed. Well, you're going to make a manga one day, yeah? I was thinking more sort of a graphic novel. Graphic like, novel. But it, there is a series that I want to put out, um, maybe about 100, 100 episodes worth. So that's what, how many chapters? 170 or something like that. 
in some of your chapters. Mm. So yeah. Oh, they might be bringing back um, Boondocks. Yeah. With the original writer. Oh yeah, that's wavy. Well, comics, isn't it? No, 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 no. It's, it's a TV show. Yeah. Oh the wow. Guy. Yeah, bringing it back. Yeah, because the, the last like such a weirdo like huh? he just seems like such a recluse and he doesn't like anybody and really yeah. Have you seen like his, uh, is it a 60 Minutes or what's that guy 60 Minutes. Called? I know he done an interview that I saw, but I saw yeah, it when was he was like young. Yeah, yeah, he like just made it. Yeah, and like he seems like he ain't effing with no one. Like he just seems like. But I, I kind of rate it though. But, well, actually I say I kind of rate it. He did sell off this world. The series wasn't his to own at that point. But because um, he, that they took Tell it over, didn't it? They? He took it, he took it over. Basically... Because uh, I was watching this interview that he done. Oh no, I wasn't watching the interview. I was watching uh, basically the history of what happened about Boondocks. Okay. And um, what happened was the seat because it was do- it was doing well, but uh, the network wanted to essentially just do it in their own way, and obviously okay. they own it. But he was like, nah. Can't, I don't want to do it we're going to do it like this that's long so <laughs> he was still expected to write it yeah but in a way that they wanted to okay so he kind of left it they obviously they own it so there's not much he can do about that yeah and they've had to write but now apparently they're they're bringing it back oh wow so is that why season 3 was like the way it was yep that's why okay yeah. that makes a lot of sense now yeah I was like, what the hell is this season? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, because they're yeah. redesigning it and everything. Yeah. Um, Sony has confirmed that Boondocks is returning with a new television oh, show. An original Sony. creator, Aaron Magruder, is on board. As reported by Variety, Sony Pictures Animations unveiled a slew of new shows, films, incoming 2020. But yeah, they've redesigned it. Do you know what? And everything. Yeah, Huey, new design versus look. Bruv, that was actually a sick show, man. Fam, oh, it looks. It. I don't it really do, like how it's looking. It will probably do well today, given the time that we're in. But see, you got to think about how literally forward thinking it was. Like at that the time, ti- yeah. yeah, at that time, it could have been the TV show. It could have outpaced Family Guy. It could have even changed the. Whole how do you dynamic. feel about that? <sighs> no. I don't like it. That's what I, that's that's my initial that's my initial reaction as well. No, because he's from Compton, isn't it? People from Compton don't dress like that. That's mad. Unless they're like rich, um, white kids from the valley and stuff. And that's upsetting. Look, or from just got away. from the OC, like yeah, or from Calabasas. Hey, all those kids apart from Jaden. Boondocks bootleg. But yeah, like like I said, Attack on Titans was gonna be the best anime that came out. We're gonna talk See, about that's enough. again. Like huh? Attack on Titans. Like Attack yeah, on Titans. I'm is gonna do a binge. I'm gonna do Wait, a binge. Wait, did you you never watched it? Done, bro, I'll oh be real. God. I've only watched season one and clips. Oh my god, you haven't watched Attack on Titans? Yeah. I I keep I like I'm sure you've told me this before, but I keep forgetting that you can just wow <laughs> wow <laughs> not just Mad. superb animation you're missing great story no i know i know 
I remember because I remember when everyone it's was watching great... it. Me and Shahir was like, we watched season one. And I think what happened was I watched season one. And obviously, because it took so long to come back mm-hmm. in that period of yeah. time. I don't really watch anime anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, really, I'm, I was more like I read read it because I could okay, just, in, when I was doing things, I could be like, tut, tut, read yeah. it, tut, tut, absorb the story. Like, and I could just, it was in my hands. It With was, anime, you oh. had to sit down and watch it like half an yeah. hour. Like, da, da, da. So I never really got into it. Like, like I would watch some fights and some scenes or whatever. But anyway. Yeah. yeah and then in that Top time. Top tier murder mystery. So top, top tier, tier. <laughs> murder that mystery I love that tier. even though like it's a shonen action it's like you would still class it as a murder yeah, mystery that's that, interesting well yeah that's that's me obviously other people mm. are gonna be like oh it's, it's an anime like, but that's what I mean it would be interesting if, if you spoke to the creator because there's a few stories that are like yeah. that that people uh, consume it as if it's an action RPG or something else yeah and but what the creator intended for it to be was a romance or da, 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 exactly you know yeah that's like, interesting like me I, like i search for that key depth like just like promise neverland like that anime is like it's, it's like the art for a start i'm gonna let you look at look that up quickly but just the key uh, frame well, the animation is just so Oh, fam. And then... Is it a anime film or is it like a... No, that is series. that is a series. It's got 11 episodes for the first series. And uh, see, when you hear that, when you hear it's only got 11 episodes, you know it's going to be good animation. Yeah, like it's, it's just so... See, this just... is the thing, yeah? We're so used to like these big... like and, and It's tasty, fam. Like... Because I was going to say that about Kano's album, yeah? Ten songs. When it finished, I was like... I was like, oh. I didn't even look at the track list before. I just put it on. I just let it play. But it's so cool. That. That was one of the main reasons why... Like, Wait, how many songs was Kendrick's last album? Um, 13. No, 13. 14. It was. Which is still... Yeah. But that was one of the things I was like, yeah, okay, cool keep it low keep it low one of the things I respected about what um, Connie did was with the yeah. seven songs Daytona like Ooh! like hard but you Daytona don't need is... to have bare songs you don't need to have 20 you songs you don't you do not it's but ridiculous the, it's the key of because I've seen a lot of rubbish EPs or subpar e- yeah. EPs that are never going to be considered classics for no 100% artist. so but, but how many about... songs were those EPs probably like 8 songs yeah. So you're making yeah. it like an an album, yeah. but it's a, you're making a it as if it's an album. EP. Yeah. Get out of here, man! If you're gonna do an EP, make that an actual EP. Three songs, you know what I mean? Four songs max. Like make those make it isn't what it, it is. Like, um, Same the thing. Time, with, isn't it like the time? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like a yeah, yeah. The reason that's why yeah. EP is called because usually you would have like extended play, so it's essentially okay. a single. Oh, but yeah, you've okay. got extra songs, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah It was yeah, just yeah, a, yeah, it, yeah, all yeah. of these things are um, just based upon days. line. Yeah, vinyls. Yeah. It's the same thing. LP was like long play. Yeah, I think I think that's what it is. Anyway, but it's like you don't need any more than twelve songs in an album. No, 
and and even um contracts for um albums are twelve song contracts. Yeah. The the um you don't need no more than twelve. What's songs. it? The company only asked you for twelve songs. Mm. They say your album had to be. But that's songs. I think that's and a that's big part. I think a big part and of that you, is to do with the yeah. The and the artists pay for extra it. on top. Like they pay the extra for whatever is going to be on the album. But it's, it's this thing. It's like it's like even like once I saw Chris Brown done a forty song album. I don't know. Man. I know like, it's different because these guys are pop artists. Like, no, but Chris Brown can do one. Yeah, yeah. This is the thing. Yeah, like he's like, someone that like no matter what he does, he, like, it's he's, it's kind of he's like an American chipmunk. Like yeah. he doesn't run out of bars. His content well, is It's not just, even about bars. Like, it's just he is so unbelievably like talented. <laughs> yeah. It's just ridiculous. He like he's, he's the like, closest <laughs> thing to this era as Michael Jackson that we could say yeah. we had. Like Yeah. Closest. Until I come up. <laughs> yeah. He's literally Oh, post his album. Have yeah. you oh, He's good as well though. Fam. He's a bit of a He's a rogue guy. So that means you don't even listen to Lucky Day. Posty. Post Malone. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah, thought yeah. that's what you meant, but then when yeah, you yeah, said yeah. Lucky Day, I was like, uh, uh. Yeah, like, no, but like all of those and Snow Allegra. Well, actually, we I've listened to Snow, Snow Allegra's album. album. Snow Allegra's but album banged. It's like that those four right there Post Malone, Snow Allegra, um, Lucky Day, and Sir. Those four albums banged. Post Malone, you put Post Malone in, in with those guys. No, I don't put him with those okay. guys, but like just the body of work he created. Was it good? It was good. It's good. It was good. I didn't like his last guy. one, Big Bung, Beer Bungs and Bentleys, but I liked his first one. Mm. His what first was, one was my was one. Um, forgot it. I forgot it. Like, he's one of those ones where it's like you can't fault a guy when they make great bodies of work. Like, I can't fault. Mm. Like, I literally, I can't fault somebody. Yeah, he's a I good artist. I don't know. I don't know how to. So interesting, them. To, like, like it's because with someone like Post Malone, I can't really pin yeah. it down. I can't. Is it his songwriting? Is it his like? I don't know. It's interesting. What yeah, was it? he's a yeah, he's a great song guy, and I, yeah. I, I, I could even probably say that he arranges his albums to perfection, and he knows who to put on what song, and what sound mm. he wants to key actually, into sonically. Yeah, and he really like. To be fair, I do call him a hip hop artist. He has a lot of hip hop elements in it, and he's he takes from blues, jazz, and all of the all of the elements, mm. the key elements of hip hop. So and so, so I can't not call him a hip hop artist, but he is a rock star. Like he make well, he makes hip hop music. Let me say it like that. Yeah, like no matter what. That like that album is a hip hop album, so, and outside of that, obviously you got our key R and B artists that sing sing, like Lucky Day, Snow Allegra, and um, mm. Sir. Like Sir's album is so. I don't know why you don't like it. Oh, t- uh, look, 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 look. I don't know why. There's with music, yeah. For me, there's there's just loads of factors. I didn't say I didn't like oh, it. Oh yeah, you didn't say that. To be fair, you I didn't. didn't say that. His first album was Stony, but yeah, go on. I said, I, and I even admitted when yeah, I yeah, said yeah, to you, yeah. I need to listen to it again before you had even said anything. Yeah, because when I first heard it, maybe I wasn't. It it didn't hit me. So I'm obviously I'm gonna give it another chance. Yeah. 
because listen, listen, I say this and I, and, and I say that, yeah. that I didn't preface it. I am a very, very big surf fan for okay, me. Then. Like, I'm a very okay. big surf fan. Okay. Like, like November, November, I listened to dumb. on repeat. Yes, 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 yes. I listened to on repeat. I had, phase, I had phases like, with that. He's coming like that again. I, and that's I why, I was like, yeah. oh my God, this yeah, guy is Yeah, but you jumped on it late. Oh, bro. Do you know he's been making, he's made songs with bloody, um, He's 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 made songs with. I know he's made um, songs before, but I thought you were gonna say he's made albums before. I was gonna be like. No, he hasn't oh. made albums before, but he's been he's been out here working with uh, what's her name? Golden, Golden, Golden. Oh my you gosh! Know I'm not gonna know that, you do. Oh my gosh! One of the biggest neo artists of all time. Wait, Golden. Uh, I'm never. Jill Scott. Jill he's worked with Jill Scott. He's worked with Jill Scott. What, did he write I'm pretty sure. Yep, he's wrote written for Jill Scott. Of course, he's a right. Of course, um, of course, he's wrote for other people. Have you seen yeah. his work? He's like Sampha. He it, like oh my gosh, he's American Sampha. No, he's hard. He's hard. I heard Sampha was gonna come out with another album. I don't know what I wanted from him. I don't know what I wanted from Sir. That's why I want to listen to it again because. I'm, I'm, I feel like I was trying to list. I was trying to imprint on it instead of listen to it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You were expecting so, something. Yeah. That's what you so said. I want to give it another chance and just delve into it. Yeah. Because I, I think I'm now that I think about it. When I was listening to it, I, I felt like I wanted to feel an emotion that. Yeah. I wasn't gonna get from the album. Yeah. You know. You wanted to him to give you what you were asking for mm. in that moment. Exactly. But you know, obviously you, you go back that. to it. Like that's what happened to with me with Frank Ocean's album and even Solange's um album as well. Yeah, yeah. Like that happened with me with Blonde. I was so like hard Oh, he's gonna music, come like he came well, with such a hard album, Channel Orange, and then he comes out with such a contemporary album with Channel um with Blonde and it's like, whoa. And you're like shell shocked. Orange was crazy. That is literally gonna be a greatest of all time album. Yeah, that's an album you can. I I actually I could listen to it now. Normal. That's crazy. He made a. That's so cool. He actually made like that's that's one of the few classic albums within the last ten years that I can say like yeah that's a classic. Wait, did it come out in the last ten years? Yeah, I'm sure it. Did. So it came out this decade. It, I'm sure it was bef- um, yeah, yeah, after yeah, 2010. One hundred percent. Because that still feels new for yeah. what for the feeling that I get when I think about it. Yeah, that's still a very new album. Yeah, that's definitely um, me in uni days. July tenth, twenty twelve. Yeah, that came out in twenty twelve. That's, 2012. that's yeah. and it's a classic already. Yeah, fam. That yeah. was me in first year of uni That's in my insane. dorm, hating my life, but still. Like, I feel like I could life. play that to anyone and they would like it. <laughs> I don't know why that. I do. No, genuinely, most people like I, I say anyone, but obviously within reason. Like, if you are, you know, if if you like that genre of music, yeah. you're gonna like it. Yeah. Like no. even if you're not like oh yeah I like I oh, listen to R and B like I, I've, even then I'm so far as to push it even people who like folky stuff or you know yeah. I I still feel like they could listen to that yeah and that happened like I can't like I just wanted I don't know what I wanted from Solange but you know what like I can only ask for like because when you got when you get um blonde that's interesting that um, you didn't like Solange's new album I do like Solange's new album oh you do. But I was oh. expecting something different. Okay. Um, 
Solange process like you get Solange's album I see at the table you get blonde and you get process and you get um and you get um I'm gonna I'm gonna find these guy this guy's name and you get Benjamin Clementines at least for now like all around the same time like it's literally just one of the like you got like at that time we got spoiled like i just feel like we got spoiled at that time like it's just what with Solange? who came out like just solange. solange um frank ocean they didn't Benjamin come out at Clementine. the same time london solange didn't yeah oh yes no time. it did because you're talking about see at table and yeah. Sampha. So yeah, all of them like all of them came Sanford out had a good around album. this. Fam, Sanford doesn't need to fart. And like process is just plastic, hundred degrees. Mm. Sweet, it's sweet. It's like it's just that type of album to me. It's like, and those are all classics. Those are all classics. I'm not even gonna say to me. I'm just gonna say those are all classics. Like at least for now, see so yeah, the tables up there. A definitely. classic. Like he's. He's one of the greater songwriters that we have, but no one knows him. Just like people don't know, Sir, well, he's one of the greatest songwriters we have in Britain. Like, to me, it's Benjamin Clementine and Sampha. Like, they they are really um, in the same lane when it comes to songwriting, but obviously, like, people don't really grab it. He, and he does um, opera houses. He doesn't really do... Um, Stadiums. He doesn't tour like that. He Who? just Sampha. Benjamin Clementine. Benjamin Clementine. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He does like real, like orchestrated. Remember when we bumped into him with his yeah. girl? <laughs> you was fanboy. And yeah, I was, like... I was like, what is going? Like, cause yeah, he's just. He he's... was cool though. Yeah, he was cool. Like he, he was fully chilled. like asking us. Like he's like, so what do you guys do? Like... Yeah, I was like, <laughs> but that was back then when I was doing nothing. Like so, yeah. I said I was. I don't do anything. Like that. Yeah, I remember a lot of times. I when, see you, fanboy. I, I could because I. No, because it I've was never, mad to I've see never it because seen. I didn't know have one little bitty bit of a clue who he was. Yeah. And I found out when I started working at Virgin. He was on our. He distributed for us. Oh. That's okay, how I got then. you that. This. Oh. <laughs> yes. That Christmas busy. Oh man, I I need. I need so many more vinyls. I need... Uh, I need a vinyl player. I got one for Christmas, but you need to get a good vinyl player. If it's not a good quality vinyl player. Yeah. yeah I just... Oh, gonna... man. Can't... Like, because obviously... Like, speaking about music, speaking about fashion, speaking about art, speaking about design, all of these things, it's going like, to have to, like, just increase next year. And it's just gonna be what do you so. Mean? Speaking about all it, like. Oh, speaking about it. Okay, yeah. speaking about it. I thought you was like, you know. What do you mean? Elaborate. Like I thought oh, you was like no. speaking about this. I want to do this, but you was like, like no, just no, speaking no. about yeah, it more speaking, in general. Yeah, just speaking more like because, like, I'm noticing people want to hear from me, which is the weirdest part about it. Like, there's at least there's just fifty people that are okay with my voice. Or not even my voice mm-hmm. are okay with what I have to say about these particular things, mm. and it's it's kind of all right. Like 
and I have to find a way to format it because I am a producer. But you know, it's gonna happen. But what, I, what, I, what one thing I really wanted to speak about was um, because we spoke about Sony before and stuff like that, and I really want to speak about this Disney thing that's about to happen. Oh shit! What's going on? Yeah, it's like obviously Disney and Sony are having a spat. And oh, because of Marvel, out, yeah, because of Spider Man. So, um, Sony took back Spider Man and they said Spider Man can't be in any more Marvel films. And all, well, it's, it's not, you always been shelved, it's not that he can't be in any more Marvel films, it's but just yeah, like they're until... not gonna put him in any more Marvel films, they're not gonna license him, which is what the agreement is. And so, that means no one can like really use Spider Man, yeah, and. Not just Spider Man, but X Men as well, and that's so, so that's why we haven't seen them like about because they should have made a, appearances in um yeah in some of the uh, what's it called yeah like, Avengers how they didn't is a bit mad like they like they have pretty much all that second universe stuff so like like imagine a Wolverine reboot now. <laughs> I would low-key love that. That would be it's hard. At, like, listen, yeah. Who could do... Have, oh, what's God, it? Is this like, Fantastic Four, um, Spider-Verse. And, um, yeah. That's, like, that Miles Morales movie was a fluke. I didn't know it was going to be that good. Yeah. But it is the best Spider-Man film that's come out in the past decade. Mm. And it's really super Well, didn't cool. you like the new Spider-Man, the uh, Homecoming? That guy. I haven't watched it, so. Miles Morales is the best by <laughs> this year. It's kind of, you know, what I mean. It's, it's okay. Like, this. Uh, dude, I don't know. There was some things Tom about it. Holland, it was. It was. He's okay, I guess. He's. um. He's not. Who do you think really played Spider Man the best? Essentially, Peter Parker ish. Yeah. I don't think that Peter Parker's ever. Oh, there's really... been a few different types of people, Peter Parker, hasn't there? Yeah. Because Tobe was it Toby Maguire? Yeah, they. Toby Maguire. They all played him different. I didn't like Toby Maguire Spider Man. Yeah, people are saying, "Oh, put them all in the Spider Verse together. Bring back Toby Maguire, that second guy from the Social Network." And did um, you like? Did you like his Spider Man? Like. I'm going to watch it regardless. Godless. Okay, but I'm trying but to ask the, what, what your favourite Spider-Man was. It's a simple question. Favorite, I don't though. have a favourite Spider-Man. My favourite Spider-Man is Miles Morales. <laughs> He's my favourite Spider-Man. Okay? Like, like, hell, like, when you make a film like that, maybe this is a calling. Maybe Spider-Man only works in animation. Yeah. Because you've got to have the web slinging. And it's this weird... Co- well, oh, I don't know. I feel like it can be done. You just need the right person. Well, what can be done? Like, because they've tried it three times. Mm. And Tobey Maguire is... People are saying that his trilogy is the best. Mm. But, you know... Like, what is the point? Like, when... Like, and people are saying... Well, he oh, was actually the worst want- Spider-Man. Like, he was the most unlike Spider-Man yeah. out of the three of them. Well, you know, I've had massive arguments in the group chat saying that he wants to build some, 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 some. I was like, you guys need to relax. they only saying that because those were the first ones he they watched and that's yeah. what they had connections with. Yeah. Not because he was actually good. Yeah, like, really and truly, like, when I, 
when I separate myself from fandom because obviously the only reason I watch it anyway is because of fandom and then when I go there it's cinema yeah so I I'm I am watching, watching for a cinema film, perspective yeah. and it's like experience yeah it's not it's like it's, Spider-Man doesn't have the depth really like when like when I think about it he doesn't have the right depth like when Batman had Uncle Ben, oh no, Uncle Ben had his family die, he transformed. Like, but Spider Man, when he's 25, he's a greater Spider Man. Like, the, like, he is the better version of himself. But Toby, not Toby, sorry, Spider Man Peter Parker doesn't deal with grief in the right way. He's looking for Uncle Ben's killer, he's doing all of these other things. And he's like he's he just doesn't deal with the right sort of emotions. So if I want if I'm gonna see a Spider-Man film, then I want him to deal with those emotions and actually look like he cares and you know really go through that story and that motion and like actually feel the field and like have at least like one time skip where he's older and then like who he's really doing this for and then his um his arm mask and all of these type like that's the type of like i would love to see the tapestry and the levels in which they gauge what a spider-man really is mm. because him just being a high schooler and being a genius and all of this at the same time and they're like uncle ben boring. dies and it's like with great power comes great responsibility and then he's like now he's a superhero and he's just web slinking and he's not dealing with any of these emotions it's like that is dark to me that's like in this day and age to me that's dark it's like wait he didn't deal with any of this stuff like he didn't grow up he's he's not even he's not more of himself like even though he's like the more human superhero mm. he's like he didn't grow up he didn't he didn't well have... that was what was interesting because I, I still haven't watched it but there was a lot of good reviews about that new logan wasn't there yeah yeah yeah, 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 which yeah, had yeah, that yeah, 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 had yeah, those yeah. elements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. Yes, yes, they did. It, it was, it was definitely entrenched in all of those things where it's like you're dealing with like real human emotion. So when, mm. like, when I and it was him that, having that to thing. face all these things that everyone yeah. knew him has known him for. Yeah, all the anger, all the yeah, the, and people uh, are like, oh, it's him, and it's like mm. he can barely gaze, like rusty blazer, and all of these things, and like his healing factor is lower. It's like real that's crazy hu- like he you humanize him and like that's the same thing that kind of happened with iron man where it was like i just want to protect the world and it's like i'm fearful and frightened and like i'm just as frightened as everybody else is but i'm trying to do my best and it's like you humanize iron man that way but so that's what you have to do when you're in live action you have to humanize these people mm. like when miles morales finds out that his uncle is his arch nemesis and all of these type of things and it's like and his uncle is a person that taught him what he knows it's like whoa what am i doing here? and his dad is the person that said don't hang out with your uncle he's like you know he's not that all the way for you it's like okay so this like this this is human this is a human scenario how when you're dealing with humans you have to you have to put that in there it's not it's not all roses when it comes to these things and that's mm. what like that's what changed in this decade it was like the more human side of stories and when when you're really taking stories like 
and this is like Tone, Top Boy and all of the other odd mm. things that we've been speaking about and the albums we've been speaking about it's like you take the emotions you humanise the people you create factors that actually help you deal with certain things and you have a real world and you're dealing with a person that's dealing with a real world scenario and that's what and that's what makes people care and that's what makes people watch and that's what makes people feel because that's like when you're looking at when you're looking at a screen or listening to a song you want to feel and that's really the reason why like when i've looked for things that's what i care for yeah fam. it's hard yeah no it's cool I don't think even with with like this this story because like like even though I want to make all these visuals <clears throat> for everything I'm doing, like I'm trying to make sense of like I'm I'm doing it through making a story, but I'm just trying to depict. I'm I'm trying to figure out the idea I'm I'm wanting to depict and. And how I'm gonna depict it, and it's having that story um, th- through all the visuals that I'm creating. I'm going through that thing now, thinking like, what am I? What am I trying to say? What am I trying to tell? I'm thinking about all those layers at the moment, and the, the starting point of of all that. Yeah. And I think that's interesting how it comes to music because it's weird. Like with with music and production, I've never really thought like. It's it's always been a sonic thing for me as opposed to I'm necessarily trying to tell a story with the sounds I'm putting together. Okay. Though it's almost like the sounds that I've put together. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Like That's I approach funny. I approach it more in a sonic way. Like with with drawing, I've always like it's always been a case of telling stories. But with with music, I've never I've never really done that. And it's something I want to I want to do a lot more. Unless well, I say that if I've been producing and writing, I'm good at doing it with lyrics yeah. when I'm working with artists. But sonically that's something I've I've never really done. Here's the thing about like when I think about um encapsulating sonics it with stories, like this is why I love Mozart's Requiem so much mm. I love Gustav Holt's Planets and you know it's it's the way it's the ups and downs it's, contrast it's the highs of the and notes. lows it's like yeah. all of those things and like the way Requiem musically not the lyrics because half the people can't understand the lyrics anyways I do know the lyrics to some of the stuff like ben- Benedictos and stuff like that it's the it's those type of that story that like those story arcs where it's like you go up and then you hit the most triumphant and then you go down again and it's like that and that's throughout that's throughout the album so it's like it gets more enchanting and more more vigorous and more like emotional and then like it just puts you in the place that it wants to put you and you feel that space and then it's like okay so this is what it's like to feel this thing and when you go to um chance to rap his big day it's like you see the soft and light-hearted nature of the album because he wanted it to feel soft and light-hearted mm. and not feel like 
he didn't put deepness into the thing he was just thinking about party and like what is it like to be at a wedding it's not it's not really like okay where's the depth of the emotion and the love and the care and I've, but see i think I've that's what people do almost to... listen to the album all the way but like it's like i can't i can't but i i think it doesn't but, pierce. but see that's the thing that is the thing i think it's possible to still do that but have it pierce you can still talk about pie you can still talk about um all these emotions and these things without while still because that's what chance is good at and i feel like chance is good what, at you like like the light-hearted nature of his album no 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 not the light-hearted stuff i think because that was what was cool about acid rap was not just not for me more so just the sonics but the way he was able to talk about um talk about his perspective it, it had a unique a unique feel to the way he he would rap and describe stuff and i feel like a lot of the reason people felt like they missed out there like and even you saying it's not piercing i don't know if you would agree would you feel that he it almost feels like he held back what do you mean well which which one we've picked it with uh yeah the big day he yeah. held back unnecessarily yeah, yeah. It's like he just because for him to because for him to that, be like he yeah, wanted it to feel lighthearted. I don't know if he said that himself. No, he said that he just wanted something more so that a family can listen to, that grandma, grandpa, kids. Yeah, but you can but do that yeah, without exactly. <sighs> and it feels and like a the cop thing out. About, like that's Chance the Rapper. That's Travis Scott. It's like the depth isn't there. Like when I listen to Charles he, Gambino, he's like. He gave you all of that. He didn't give you darkness, but he gave you depth. He gave you love. He gave you mm. sake. He gave you, like, soul. He gave you all of these things while not even breaching darkness or breaching, like, diminishing emotions. So, yeah, like, it can happen. And, like, um, it's it has the ability to happen, but it's, like, you have to be able to bring yourself to certain places and if you don't feel those certain places if you don't like tell me about yeah like you can say um you're you had your baby mom and then you decided to work it out with her and then now your baby mom's become your wife but like ride me through that like what what, exactly yeah that's it that's it what is that is it like that's it and and that's and because because for example I'd put, well, okay, maybe not all the songs on Kano's album, but there's a lot of songs I would still, I would, I would play in the house, and because even though yeah he goes on some deeper topics, yeah, there's an energy within it that is hopeful. You know what I mean? It's got exactly got a hopefulness to it. Yeah, and like the like you can still make something good that speaks about bad things. It's more just the perspective exactly. on which it's given it. That that changes uh, yeah. whether that you makes... you got to take people there and then mm. give them something. Yeah. So you got to take from... you got to make them feel either... The de- you got to make them feel the depth, but then give them the light. Yeah. It's hard. Well. It's hard, though, because it's like, look, it's not that Ed Sheeran was ever like a super deep writer or whatever or anything like that, but it's like Chance the Rapper's in that sort of lane, isn't it? He's like... 
he's hitting that sort of edge here and well, all these sort of really mainstream pop. Are you talking about just sounds or just, just um, his it, level? His level think... and his sounds, no, well, his level, he's but, but level when you edge, go yeah. into that level and you're with, it's, 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 it's like, it's, it's the world of diluted music, isn't it? Ed Sheeran isn't diluted. He speaks about the darkest things that I could ever think about. I'm not, no, he's a good songwriter. He is a good songwriter. But it's just like, for example, this last album. Yeah, the one with the, all the features. Oh, God. Yeah, I couldn't. It's tiring. I didn't even listen but to that, it. That's what I mean. That. Yeah. Is that. Yeah. It's that. Look, that's Ed Sheeran is where he is. Is because is purely because he is a sick songwriter. Yeah. And a performer. And to yeah. give credit to the last album, but, he was able to... Get all right the, yeah. and like just put things together yeah. with different look, types of man, people look look people like that i can't really say anything about because look from what he was doing to where he's gotten to yeah. just purely from his talent yeah is absolutely insane like he's great you can't yeah. deny he's a great um artist yeah but that being said once you're in that level and in that atmosphere there's only a certain kind of music you can really make, like, to a certain extent. You think? Of what? Yeah, because otherwise you're not going to be in that specific atmosphere anymore. Yeah. You could Solange, yeah, mainstream, sick. But there's a whole Thanks. slew of things that make that the case. Her sister's Beyonce. Yeah. Who doesn't make music like she does, and look at the atmosphere she's in. Yeah. It's, it's the like when you're in a certain atmosphere to stay within that atmosphere. It's the same reason why Drake, One Dance. You used to call me on myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're making music like that when you're in that atmosphere. That's how you get to that atmosphere. Yeah. It's just pop music. Yeah. You have to. And that's why it's like... I'd never want to do that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it's like, it's unfortunate, but you get what you wish for. And that's why I think with The Big Day, that's it. it's it kind of like Chance was kind of in a lot of ways appealing to that. When you, when you skip out on that depth, that's what you're doing. Okay, I feel you. You know what I mean? You're yeah. you're 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 speaking to to being in that space, that atmosphere, that that realm. Um, and yeah, that's just how it happens. It's the same thing when you look at like people like Migos and Cardi B. It's the exact same stuff. It's yeah. like, and even they got even even to a certain extent with Travis Scott. Travis Scott's a bit different, and the reason I like Travis Scott is the way he implements his artistry into this music that is just you know it's like <laughs> my Charles Scott's music is like what sorry it's like energy it's like it's just pure energy but it still has that element of you know Ooh, he's wow. but he's he's in that space between Ooh, that atmosphere and wow. just under it you know where where there's where there's like I'm trapped in my conscience and J. Cole's a weird one as well. J. Cole's a weird one. His harness me. I don't know. Fam, Travis yeah. Scott is just amazing. He's sick. He's very sick. Like, well, that, Days Before Rodeo is like, it's classic. It's just... It's, 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 but what is it about that album that you found to be classic? It's like... It's just what, like... Is it just from the sonics? From from, yeah. from how he's influenced the sound? Yeah, he... In tr- like, he... He kind of like trapped hip hop in this cage. Like he took hip hop and then 
he took the nature of like Houston and like Texas and like he trapped it in that cage and it's like it wants to get out but it can't get out so it's just like screeching and it's like calling out to something and he's like and in that calling out it's making the most sweetest of melodies and even though they're dark it's like it's the most enthralling sound so you can't help but to be drawn to it and you want to you want to aid it in a certain type of way mm. you want to aid that sound you want to give to it and then that's how he's getting all of these features because he's really put something in a space and he like just encapsulate like he like well not encapsulated he encaged it and you want to let it out and you want to and you want to be at the cage and you want to call to it mm. and that and that is what a feature is with him it's like you're calling out to this bird in the cage and it's like it's really just a and and when you're that person that is calling out to travis scott's bird in that cage then you're that's what a feature sounds like you're calling with you're calling with his sound mm -hmm. so you're with his sound and like you're harmonizing with that bird and you understand it's cries that's what Tra that's why that's what it is mm. that's a lot. yeah mad poetic isn't it <laughs> <laughs> oh shit well look it's time almost 10 minutes over alright blessings it's lit um go ahead thank you guys for listening this has been the culture and camaraderie podcast follow us on camaraderie pod if you've got this far again this has been me damadici and tiverius <laughs> lax you, underscore era and you can find me at ny typical every single space all right this has been the culture and camaraderie podcast peace see you next blessings week. and salutations